Welcome to episode eight of the Isles Tailgate podcast. I'm your host, Tom, alongside Allie. Yeah, I didn't realize how long it's been since we've done a podcast. I've got yeah, two pages of notes. <laughs> yeah, it's been like uh, two weeks at least. Yeah, um, we've made some changes, so I guess that probably delayed us a well, little bit. <laughs> yeah, that set us back a little while because we had a we were off of uh, Apple for, Apple iTunes for a little bit, but yes. we moved from um, SoundCloud to Anchor. Because pretty much just because it's free, and this is you know we don't have to start deleting podcasts. Yeah, we, I, I had to delete a couple of podcasts off SoundCloud because they only give you a certain amount of time. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, you obviously found us back on iTunes or one of the other sites. So be sure to re-rate us because we lost all of our ratings yeah, re- and resubscribe. Resubscribe also. <laughs> We're actually now available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, and we're now back on Apple. So I don't yes. even know what half those things are. But it's yeah, it's. <laughs> It's uh, Anchor does it for us. They yes. uh, they put it on all those different places. So shouts out to Anchor. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how good they are, well, but we'll it's very accessible. We can uh, we can get messages now if you have the app. If you want to download it, a call in and, and a, do it's a not, yeah, shout out. It's on not really a call in. It's you can send us a message, or, <laughs> and we and we could put it on, or you know we can uh, even do interviews that way, or like talk to people. Right, and, and uh, we haven't really mentioned this lately, but we do have the Isles Tailgate. Um, Twitter and Instagram now, so yes, you can follow us at Isles Tailgate on Twitter and at Isles Tailgate Podcast on Instagram. And you know, Tom and I have our own at Hollywood TM and at Islanders Pride. So just get that stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah, we usually don't mention it; we always forget. Yeah, but so I, um, I wrote it down this week, so we didn't forget. But or this time, like we said, it has uh, our last podcast was January 29th, so that was right before they came during, back from the All Star break. Yeah, right? it was like during the All Star break, like right. I think the All Star Game was that night or something like that, or the yeah. day or the day after the All Star Game, right? I don't know, whatever. So yeah, two pages of notes. I don't want to go through each and every single game, but um, they are six two and one since we last were speaking. Yep, um, brings us to thirty five, which thirty five wins, which matches our total, total from, from last year. year. Yep, seventy six points overall, mm-hmm. still in first place, ahead of the Capitals by three points. Two games in hand. Yes, and well, one of them will make up tonight, hopefully with a W. Yeah, well, starting the the Western uh, Canada road trip tonight. Yeah, which, um, if I remember correctly, really isn't our best friend. But again, we've never really last, had a last two years. Great I read, team. I read that it uh, it's been better the last two two or three years. Like as of like the recent recent past, it's been better. But and you know, tonight's you my look, tonight's my biggest worry. Calgary is awesome this year. We're only, I think, one point, or I don't know if they've played since then, but one or, either one or three points behind them in the overall standing. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't know, Mike Smith's in that tonight. Hopefully they could just get a couple past them. And, That's his fourth game in a row, too, yeah. and he hasn't played fourth game in a row since I read on Twitter since, since the, beginning the beginning of the season. season yeah. So hopefully he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But, uh, it's you know, they got tomorrow night, they got uh, – the Oilers, they're beatable, especially with our stellar uh, back-to-back um, yeah, record. What yeah. is it, nine and zero now? I think it's uh, I think it's eight. I don't know. It's somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's nine and zero now. To be honest with you, I thought I had it written down, but I, I can't find it. <laughs> Two pages of notes. Gotta go through <laughs> I it. I thought I did. <laughs> thought I did. I, I can't find. Either it. way, it's something in O, which is ridiculous. But um, we'll see. And uh, Edmonton is just a freaking 
dumpster fire at this point. Uh, yeah, I guess. Minus Connor McDavid, who didn't play yesterday, so maybe he's still sick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, but we'll back it up. So the first game out of the break, um, they played Tampa. Probably, I mean, I was shocked. I think I said in the last pod that I was nervous coming off of a break. Usually teams don't play well. But that game was Grice was excellent, and the whole uh, team was excellent. Though, like it took. They, like, a I mean, few... minus the offense because there really wasn't any on yeah, either but, side. But right, but Tampa, you know, it wasn't like they were com- killing us and out shooting us. And no, it was it was one of the most exciting uh, zero 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 games. zero ties. Let's put it because right. they won in the skills competition. But oh, it was a very out. exciting zero zero. Uh, yeah, there are no shootouts in the playoffs. That's what keeps getting yeah. me through it every time we lose in a shootout. But um, I mean, they, they answered back, with right? A, but what what did that that game showed me that we could play Tampa in a seven game series if it came down to that. I I know that my whole like chant for the an older podcast was like I just don't want to play Tampa, but we played them what now three times? Yeah, but at this point, no, we played them. Yeah, we played, we played them three, three times, times, and we're I think we're one one and one. Or something like that? Uh, or, yeah, yeah. 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Yeah, we lost in Tampa and then beat them in Barclays and, and then shootout loss in Nassau. But so, but each game, even when the first game, when they were in Tampa, I know that we talked about this with Chris and Tim, but we lost that game, but it was so close until the end. And that wasn't even – that was before we went on our good run. So, like, now I feel like we can step up to them. And in and, and seven games, I feel like it's going to be hard for any team to beat this team in a seven-game series. Yeah, no, it will be. But at this point, I'm not worried about Tampa because if we're worrying about Tampa, that means we're in the, the Eastern Conference Finals, right. and that's a great problem to have. I was just saying I'm in the, general, like – I was nervous for certain teams, yeah, but, but I'm not. I'm not worried about any team, honestly. Just I. I want to actually get home ice here. I, you know, win a freaking division, right? Shock. I mean, everybody's already shocked, and nobody's given us the credit. But just right win now, the division. Just um, keep winning. Right now, we would be playing Montreal. I'm fine with it. Sign me up. I feel. Have we even played them this year? I don't uh, think we have. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, really I know don't we, think we have. I know we play them twice coming up, but I don't know. We definitely played them. Three times we play them three, three times, times a season, yeah. but I don't know. I don't think we played them yet, so it's that possible. would be interesting. It's definitely we possible. usually don't play well against Montreal either. No, and uh, Carey Price is starting to play well. Well, good for him. Well, not starting like to play Carey well. Price. He's been pretty good all season. Yeah, but, um, they have a pretty solid team. But um, anyway, so we definitely played them once this season because we only played them twice. Oh, I'm missing something. Then it yeah, must have been no, early gonna, in this season. I'm going to jog back the schedule a little bit just to see. Just out of curiosity, if I, you know, are we lost in a shoot in the skills competition? In, That's probably uh, why I don't remember. Beginning of November, they lost yeah. four to three in the shootout. Wait, November what? November fifth. We were in Jamaica. That's why I don't remember it. Right. We were on our honeymoon. <laughs> and I actually think they gave up the tying goal. Oh no, they did. No, it was like in the third period. I don't know. That's why I don't remember though, because we didn't really watch it because we were on our honeymoon. Yep. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, they they. Rebounded from that uh, that Lost to Tampa. zero zero uh, tie to Tampa with a four two win over the Kings. They didn't they didn't play that great in that game for the most part. No third period, but they got it done in the third period, and yeah. and that's all that matters. I mean, the Kings aren't a good team this year, and uh, Leonard, you know, Leonard has looked a little shaky in a couple of these games, but he's still not letting up a ton of goals. Which I mean, is, he's not letting up a ton of goals, and we're pretty much still winning. So. 
he may look shaky, but even if he is shaky, Grice has been literally ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Grice, Grice is just unfair, but I mean, he uh, the, Leonard then lost the next game to the Bruins. It was three to one. The Bruins, they, the Bruins do make me a little bit nervous. The Bruins, they just don't play the Bruins well in Boston. I feel like, but well, it's true. We still haven't played them at never home. Never played yet. them home yet, so I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm not worried about any team. I just want to well, win did, a freaking division. I did just say I'm not worried, but Boston. I don't know the way they play. They're very fast, and they have. They, I don't know. They just, I for some reason, I just feel like it's the just Islanders, the Boston style. They're always they're just. Tough, like a tough team yeah, to play. They They're go, tough. They literally go at you, like head first kind of thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it just, I'm not worried about Boston. Well, they just but, lost um, Pasternak for a little while too, though, didn't they? I think so. Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks. I mean, I don't, I, have they still been winning? I, I haven't so, really yeah. been paying attention to, honestly, like. I, don't, I watch everybody now, every Freaking day! I'm looking at the scores. It's annoying. <laughs> I'm only looking at the the guys in the metro, and then yeah, it's really just the guys in the metro. No, I just the Eastern Conference. I because eh. it's it's pretty much uh, Tampa's running away with everything. Well, yeah. And then it's just Boston, Toronto, and and Montreal. But again, I'm not really worried about. I'd anybody. say at this point the Sabers are probably done for, right? S- the Sabers are pretty much. Oh, finished. shout out to Oposo. Feel better. Yeah. Kind of sad that he has another that's, concussion. That's not good for him. No, not good at all. Definitely not after, especially the le- what happened last year. Um, hope you feel better, man. <laughs> we still love you, Islander forever. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's a, he's a lifelong Islander for sure. <laughs> but uh, where were we? Uh, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, Bruins. Three to one loss to Bruins. I think uh, I actually didn't get to watch that game, or I missed the end of it. You missed the third period. Yes. It wasn't anything special. Yeah, that's why. I oh I well, there was that. Overturned goal, the offside goal, whatever, and the stupid call giving us a four-minute power play instead of a five, a two-minute five-on-three, and it was just like a bunch of stuff. But you can't blame that all, you know, on the no, loss because they blind. weren't playing well. They also night. had a four-minute power play that they generated nothing on. So exactly. So yeah, who would have said that anything would have changed if it was a five-on-three rather yeah. than a five-on-four? So, but the, but the good news is, is they, you know, they drop a game and. A game that they could have won probably if they, you know, if they had a power play, any sort of freaking power play, but uh, wasn't a great effort. And then they come back and then they win, you know, then they they rip off three wins in a row. Right. Um. The Devils win wasn't pretty either. It's a win. Um. But it was a shootout win. So woo. But it was against the Devils because yeah. they suck even worse than the Kings. So. Yep. And uh, then they went into uh they. The overtime game uh, against the, the Avalanche. Pulak. Yeah, Pulak, two goals. Pulak finally hitting the net. Yeah, look what happens when you hit the net, dude. Like, I get it. It's like fast game. You're in the motions or whatever. He, he, But if he would hit the net like 50% of the time, he probably would have at least 20 goals right now. <laughs> well, in the preseason, he was hitting the net. And I was like, oh, man. I even drafted him in fantasy hockey because yeah, like, I thought he was going to. No, there is a difference, but... But it's still, like, in-game, like, hit the net. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how many times I've yelled that at him this year. It also, like, he wasn't shooting as much earlier in the season. He's starting to shoot more, which, I you think know. that has to do with the fact that Pelic is actually playing much better and, like, opening up some space for him a little bit. Well, yeah, he Pelic's, Pelic's definitely playing solid... As of late, he wasn't so good earlier in the season. Probably why That's Pulak. That's an understatement. He sucked. 
He, uh, you know, he a lot of stupid turnovers and all that crap. But he's definitely been better now. Of course, he's been he's doing but, better now when Hickey is about to come back. And now I I questioned this on Twitter and got berated that everyone was like, "Well, you got to send sit pull uh, Pelic and put Hickey in and wave Spiza." But I still don't know what they're going to do. Obviously, they wave um, they put MDC back in Bridgeport to pull Lad and Hickey from there, but they're still not. Really not, off IR yet? No, they're still on long-term IR. But, but Dal Cole wasn't going to be playing when Lag comes back anyway, so it makes right. sense to send him back. And well, there's Dal no Cole way Dal Cole isn't even playing now. Kunakle's been playing for him. I know that. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why they sent him back because now they're going to have Lad back taking over Kunakle's spot. Which I'm okay regardless, with. regardless, Dal Cole would have been sitting anyway. Well, so anyway, it makes no point for him to right. sit. Right, it makes sense. He's going to play in Bridgeport and play. And what you were probably about to say, there's no way they're sending back Tays. I don't. Listen, They're not sending him back. And I think people misunderstood what I said on Twitter. I don't think that they should send Taze down. And I understand that they probably can't because of how well he's playing. But what move do you make? I don't see them wanting Pellick to sit now for the rest of the season. He's not going to sit for the rest of the season. But he'll be the first guy to sit because he's probably been the weakest link. But you could also... You could also probably give Mayfield a rest here and there because... I swap Pelican now. I mean, we're going to have a lot of games coming down the stretch. Boychuk's probably going to need a day yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a thing. You're going to have guys that are going to get a little banged up. They'll need a night off. But There's I a just, lot of back-to-backs coming maybe up. Maybe I'm too emotional because it's like, all right, Pelic, you've been playing better. Good job. You get to sit down now. <laughs> like, no, Because but, Hickey yeah. is coming back from injury. Yeah, but I, I'd rather... Have, you want Hickey in the lineup, but... Yeah, I agree. There's no reason for Spiza anymore, especially now that everyone's healthy. And Taze is just, you can't take him out of the when lineup does ever. The, when does the roster expand? Uh, I believe the tr- day of the trade deadline. Oh. That's when. So, the- is it possible to keep Ladd and Hickey on yes. IR until the mm-hmm. trade deadline? And then when the ra- ro- roster expands? Because, not that I think Spiza is anything They're special. They're not going to. But, like, it's never, like, a bad thing to have... A, def- a veteran defenseman like Spies is not playing anyway but if yeah if they needed him to be sitting around doing nothing no one's going to claim him that's true but sorry <laughs> that's going to sound good um <laughs> no one's going to claim him and um yeah they can pull him down they also have a spot up. now they have a spot available now because Dal Cole's gone so, no well, but they're still over one right now they're oh. at 24 roster and you're supposed to have 23 because they, they, sent only Cole sent, back. they only sent Del Cole back. That opened up one spot. Yes. We brought two people back. Yes. Um, my point is they can bring one of them back right now to play. Oh, one, right. One. That's yeah. why I said one. Okay. So if Ladd wants to slot, slot in, they'll leave, if, if Hickey's Hickey not fully ready yet, they could leave him on IR until Monday. Right. And then, then he's, they can activate him. And, and, what, and I know there's rules where you can't um, send people down to the minors after that day. Is some some rule I was reading before, and I, I completely forgot. Like after the, the trade deadline, yeah. If you're, that's probably part of the reason why they sent Del Cole down, because if they're on the roster at that cutoff, they're not allowed to be sent down again. Oh, I, I think I think I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure that's what I read. Well, and that after the deadline and after the roster expand, you can call up guys that are already down and can send them back down. I think. Only but if, if they're they on the team, they, yeah, okay. they're already on the team now. Then you can't send them down. That's what I think, and I'm. Uh, I'm so like that means they need to spend. Sure. They need to send Spisa down now. Then. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Even if they don't send them down, he could just. I mean, 
Well, whatever. I guess we'll he just see. Ride, he rides uh, a freaking press. Trot he sits said, in the press. Trot said that. Sits in the um, press box. Trot said that they are still not ready for tonight. And although with the back-to-back tomorrow, you may see some kind of movement. Probably see Lad come back in on yeah, forward. I wouldn't. I wouldn't surprise me. Lad with Lad's injury, it was like a broken ankle or something. I, mean, I don't think they ever really like specified. But so that like once he's ready, he's ready. With Hickey, Hickey with was a head injury, and it's then he was like on his way back in December, and then had a setback. So to sit him extra a couple week, extra games, like I exactly. feel like that's that's probably your best bet. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see what happens. But like I said, one of them can come back in the lineup, and you know who knows? Maybe they need Hickey to come in tomorrow, and they'll just keep Lad another week. You don't know, right? We'll see after I tonight. Guess they have room to maneuver a little bit right now. And I I like that they sent them down to Bridgeport um, because because oh, we have such a solid team right now. You have that wiggle room, like you're not forcing Lad. Like I feel like when he came back from injury a couple of years ago, they forced him back into the lineup just to get him in there because we were so whatever weak. But he played well when he came back in the lineup. Uh, not that time. There was like another time. I think uh, I'm thinking. Well, about. All I remember is the time he came back and he was lighting it up because he was healthy. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that was two years ago. In the when second he, half he ended up season. scoring 20 goals. But but I like that they have the time to send them back. There was no rush for them to right. come up. Get a couple of games in in Connecticut or wherever they were in Bridgeport. They're in Bridgeport, yeah. Um, if they were home, yeah, they were, and and let them ease back into it. And yeah, they freaking lit it up with. Josh Hosang, who was named AHL Player of the Week. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, it looks like he was just loving the fact that there was NHL, like, caliber guys that he was playing with because he looked like a different player. But yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't he has know. any trade value, but maybe that helped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but uh, if he keeps playing, then, you know, he could be one of the black aces in the uh, the stretch run here if they need somebody, you know. Yeah. Well, um, so after while all that was going on um, on the week over the weekend, they beat the Wild two to one, who were that coming off a back to back, and yeah, it was a little messy. But Bo got on the board, which is good because he's been so quiet. Bo's been bad, and uh, I just I, I don't know what's going on. No, bad. It's not like I'm sitting here going like, oh my god, he's, he's terrible. He's making terrible plays. He's, he's just been completely not invisible. Completely invisible. On the score sheet, yeah. Completely invisible. He hasn't done anything. But this is why I, I'm not super sad if Lad comes back. Put Bo back with Barzil and put Lad. No. no? No, you put Lad up with Bar- with Barzil and... Why um, does he get that opportunity? Why does Bo get that opportunity? I don't know. I just Bo's, feel like Bo... Bo has been playing better with Val and and Oh, you mean the Fix-It Felix yeah, line? Yeah, Fix-It Felix. <laughs> Let him play with them. And let and let Lad play with Barzil for now, and you know, obviously you can change it if it's not working. But that's what I would do. Yeah, because Bo I, has not all season long. He's played there, and he has he hasn't really done anything. That's kind of where they've been practicing. Yeah, um, this last couple of days. So that's probably what Barry is thinking as well. Um, yeah, I mean, if Lad plays like he did that last half of the season two years ago, that's pretty much a solid. Uh, pickup like a, a solid that's again i don't want to like rain on your prayer here but that's like garth snow like era talking i understand that but if you get a, a better like a andrew lad a good andrew lad back that's a a freaking pickup that's a good pickup for your roster 20 he can score goals and he and he, if he's with barzel and 
and Bailey. Like, I feel like it could work. I don't know. It could work. He could still could suck. Work. Who knows? But, I mean, <laughs> he looks like he's back in uh, back in game shape. So that's what I'm saying. He could be the one to come back in tomorrow. That doesn't over, mean that over, I don't uh, want another free agent pickup. No, I know, day. but I'm saying that that phrase was used way too much during the Garth Snow era. Oh well, Kyle Oposo's coming back. That's like a pickup. Right, but that was because he was saying that because he didn't make any other roster moves. I'm saying that I know, but like I'm saying like I'm tired of reading all uh, those people right. saying, Oh, Andrew Ladd's coming back, Hickey's coming back. Those are our free agent pick like I'm not uh, using those it are an our excuse, trade pickups. Like to not make moves. I'm I not know. that's what I'm not saying you are, I'm saying I'm cutting you off because I'm tired of hearing that phrase. Well whatever. I think it's range true a little bit, so Yeah, but we don't know how it's gonna work out this year. Right. Well, we'll so see. there's definitely optimism at this deadline because there's a there's a lot of people available, a lot of grade A players available, a lot of grade A rentals available. They don't have to be rentals. They could sign here, especially Duchesne said that he'd be open to signing yeah. with a team that traded for him. So who knows? Just saying, there's a lot more. I'm a little gun shy about the rentals, as you could understand why <laughs> but you when was the last time the Isles were in this position in first place oh, ready to make a run oh i know do you give it a shot yeah i do i do too i mean if, you don't know if when if you're gonna be back no moves made i'm not gonna be so bitter and mad about it like in the past years but, but what about if like duchene or like one of these guys goes to washington or goes to pittsburgh well, you know or... one of them's gonna go to pittsburgh that's for sure <laughs> Well, Pittsburgh always they seems seem to find to always way. find the cap space and get a big guy. Um, let's uh, Char- Charlie Coyle looks to have been traded. Um, we got that notification like 15 minutes ago. So, but nobody knows where yet. So has it really happened then? I don't know. Apparently, well, according to someone, the Wild were lo- looking at Brock. Uh, you know, Brock or Lee. Apparently, Minnesota homeboys. <laughs> uh, you know what, like. I can't even take any of these people seriously. And I, th- I thought we were going to talk about that t- at the end. No, we'll, we'll get there. It was just yeah, so I'm, I'll, we'll leave that for the end. But <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. It's just... Uh, Charlie Coyle is headed to the Boston Bruins. Of course he is. Why not? And Ryan Miller to the Sharks? Question mark? Random. I, I was reading that the Sharks needed... Uh, a little bit of depth and net because well Ryan Miller will definitely do that for you yeah man yeah, Charlie so Coyle to Boston I do not like that at all <laughs> what did I just say about Boston whatever why do you have to go to, why does everyone have to come to the Eastern Conference I don't know but regardless I don't even know where we left off well wild and then we get to the Sabre game now yeah, another 3-1 to one loss don't really care about yeah. it. they played bad Leonard didn't I thought Leonard played kind of crappy, too. Tom is literally yelling at the TV every game. We're allowed to have a bad game. I mean, as long as it doesn't roll. Yeah, but against uh, Buffalo, that should be. Yeah, okay, but Buffalo isn't Buffalo of years past. Lately, they have been. Not not that bad. Still should have beat them. But whatever. The moral of the story is don't follow up a loss like that. With another loss. And what do they do afterwards? They freaking dominated the Columbus Blue Jackets. 3 yeah. nothing. Shut that dumb cannon up and literally stifled them the entire game. Again, they, on the back did. of Grice. They did, yep. But just going back to the Boston, uh, the Boston game, the Buffalo mm-hmm. game, they slept walked through two, the first two periods and they just looked disinterested. 
third period, they're like, oh, you know, halfway through it, let's start, you know, playing hockey again. And they, you know, they, it was just too little too late. But you're right. They they came back and they ripped off two two wins. Right. Two back-to-back wins. They, they're not letting losing, um, you know, losing a game um, – mess up their uh, flow here because they they haven't lost more than two games in a row. Uh, no, they haven't lost more than a game in a row probably um, since December, well, beginning of December. Uh, two games not in, I mean, two games in regulation, I think the thing was. Yeah, two, they haven't lost two games in a row in regulation right. since like the beginning of December. Which, to be honest though, last year, even though they sucked, and I think it probably changed toward the end of the year, but they they didn't really lose like a lot of back-to-back either then like not back-to-back but like two in a row like in regulation like so it, it's good trend that they're going towards it's like if they lose one like every after every dougie blowout they would follow up with like a yeah, good win but the problem is the dougie blowout would be after like two losses also oh, so yeah, they would put like saying they that. would put like three losses in a row and this year's team isn't letting that happen they're not right. letting one law lo- one loss and then they rebound it's not like in years past where it would be two, three, four, sometimes five-game losing streaks. They're nipping in the bud real early. Yeah. And, and that's while, why they're in first place. While we're in that Blue Jackets game, I have to talk about Casey Sezikis because that man is on another freaking level right now. And I know I say this every podcast, the Matt Martin effect, but this kid, what else could you possibly say about Sezikis right now? Like, has Mar- Matt Martin has come back, and, and he has 15 goals on our fourth line. What other team can say that you have a basically going to probably be a 20-goal scorer on your fourth freaking line? Yeah, I mean. Playing with a guy who basically sat half the season in Toronto last year. Well, that yeah, that's a, that's a whole other story. But, I mean, Sezikis obviously had the ceiling because, or you know, someone saw something in him, obviously. Well, for the deal they gave him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just... that He didn't deserve that uh, that contract when he got it, but he deserves it now. Yeah, they pretty much just took a gamble and it worked out. I Pretty much what they did with Pelic. I praise him every day on Twitter because I think it's awesome how yeah, he's, well he's playing. He scored two freaking breakaway goals. Like, next time we're in the shootout, put Casey out there. <laughs> Screw this. Might as well put uh, Lane Lambert out there at this point because, I mean, nobody else. Well, got to switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's pretty pathetic, but, you we're know. We're not I, talking about, we're talking about good things now, not bad things. I'm saying their <laughs> shootout performances are pathetic. Well, we're talking about how great Casey Zizekas is. <laughs> yes, and he's been playing great. Definitely been playing great, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you're bringing up the shootout again. That's why I, I said, said he, the, You should just throw him out there. It's fine. They should. They should put out Matt Martin. They, I don't care who they put out at this point. Somebody just well, score a goal. How about we just don't go to the shootout? Anymore? Or that too. That works too. <laughs> Win in regulation or in overtime. That definitely works. Um, but yeah, we're going to shout out to Casey because he's being awesome this year. Keep it up. Hit that 20 goal mark because fourth line, 20 goal scorer sounds pretty good to me. Best fourth yeah. line in hockey. Considering nobody on the team has 20 goals yet. We had a couple of guys getting closely, and and Brock got on the scoreboard last the last game in Edmonton. I know Brock's was an empty netter, but they're getting close. We're gonna have a, a maybe two or three of them, I'd say. <laughs> I, I was looking at uh, the Flames stats today. They have like five guys who are in the twenty. 20 are they? Goal. Do they really? Yeah. I well, that one, that one line has to all be in the twenty goal mark. Yeah, it's like Monahan, Goudreau, uh, 
Lindholm has 20-something goals. I think that's their first line. And then they have, like, um, a couple other guys. I, I don't remember. But I know I was. they have a bunch. And I yeah. was like, oh, boy. Well, they have been playing pretty well, and that Goudreau line is on another level. But we shut down the Colorado line. They're we shut one down now. the Tampa line. Kutrov has ta- one point Tampa on us this line. year. We can shut down that line. But, like you just said, they have a couple other guys that can score also, so... It's gonna be a, a but tough that's game. that's a lot of teams. I mean, look at look at uh, Toronto, look at uh, Tampa, oh, yeah. look at obviously Colorado has that insane top line, yep. and they all seem Do to. Do we have know who's going problems. tonight uh, in the goal for the Islanders? No, I, the Rice left the you know morning skate. Usually that means first something, they usually mean <laughs> something, but according to uh, Barry, you know they'll have a goalie tonight. So <laughs> we'll we'll have to see. I kind of like that he doesn't tell people. Yeah. Keep everyone on their toes exactly. till the last second. Keep everyone guessing. I mean, look, I Maybe was reading. either got one, the first overall save percentage or the second overall save percentage. <laughs> yeah, it's a good problem to have because yeah. I was just about to talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of which, Grice is the first uh, lead in the league in save percentage with a 930. And then Leonard's second with a 929. And, and then, then you flop it around <laughs> yeah. and the goals against Leonard's first at 2.08. And then Grice is second with 2.20. So either one, you're, you're going to win-win. Crazy turnaround from last year. It's, it's absurd. Absolutely Good for them. absurd. I, I'm happy that Grice bounced back because last year was just painful. Yeah, and it was, you know, he had a great year before that when, uh, you know, he him and the other guy pretty much won us that uh, Florida series. series. Yep. And then, you know, people are oh, you know, Grice could be the guy. And then the year after, as everyone's like, oh, no, he's just that typical backup goalie. Like, he had like a, like a you know, a... A lucky year or like he had one good year just you know it was an anomaly right and then all of a sudden you know he's bounced back the guy's got obviously he's got the talent so and the and the, like i said earlier the last seven or eight games he's i think he's let up like four goals in his last eight games <laughs> or something like that yeah it's just uh it's it's, it's a ridiculous turnaround <laughs> but i'm happy for him and i hope it keeps going obviously yeah and um uh, I was just going to say something I completely forgot. <laughs> well, there's a couple other little notes that we need to go through. Um, first, I guess we can start with um, they announced where the team was going to be playing playoffs this year. Uh, first round at NASA. I mean, everyone has to know this already. And then any additional round at Barclays. And to be honest with you, I'm if glad If this is news got, to you right yeah, now, then, then you probably aren't really paying attention. Then you're really not a, like an Islander <laughs> fan. I'm sorry. But um, to be honest with you, I'm pretty happy that we even got the one round at Nassau. Yeah, and a lot of people are freaking out that it's not all at Nassau, but it just makes it makes sense because... I mean, I, I get it. It's either 10 suites at Nassau or 100 <laughs> oh, yeah. at Barclays. Like, that right there should tell you... There's no way in hell that this team is playing like those big games at NASA Coliseum. And as much as I love it, as much as I love tailgating, like you can't. You just can't. It only holds 13,000 something people and we were there for the Florida games, uh the playoff games. Barclays will be fine. It's fine. People yeah, will go. it's annoying. People sit in those seats though during the playoffs where you can't see half the ice and it's loud. I mean, it is what it is no matter where the team if if the team is playing second round, third round, final freaking playoffs uh games people are going to be there like i don't care where it is it could be in freaking my backyard and people are going to be there so yeah. i really don't think it's a big deal and that uh that 5-2 win over edmonton if it is the last regular season game at the barclays center they finish with a 78 47 and 18 overall record there right. so they win games there 
Right. It's not a problem. Exactly. And, so, uh, you know, like the media tries to make it out to be a problem, but it's really not. And no, we've played well there, and we won the freaking last series there, so why couldn't we win another one there? Yeah, exactly. It was loud. It was loud for the Tampa series, too. Like, it's – if the fans are, are what makes it loud. So if the fans are there, there'll be an atmosphere, and the team isn't going to give a shit if they're in the second round of the playoffs where they're playing the games. Agreed. Agreed. Um, what else do we got here? I uh, just made a note that they're 29-2-1 when they score three goals. Yeah. So and the key is score part, three goals. <clears throat> part of these, uh, you know, they went on a little stretch here that they were uh, they were only scoring like one or two goals a night. And I was getting a little nervous, but you know, it, they didn't let them, you know, these losses pile up. And they just, they keep finding ways to win, even if it's a two-to-one game or a you know, three to one or three I'm gonna nothing. Keep this recording and play it to you when you're yelling at the TV. I think next couple of games <laughs> when they're not scoring. Well, I'm not gonna be able to watch tonight, so that oh yeah, I can't so I can watch tonight. in peace tonight. <laughs> I just uh, I just get angry when when they don't throw pucks on net and they just skate around and skate around and then they turn it over and goes the other way. That happened so many times in that game that we were talking about before the I think it was a Sabres game, right? Yeah. I was just I couldn't believe how many times they would just skate it in, get the get the blue line, and then they would just wait for the perfect play, and there was nobody driving the net. And I, I was yeah, I was ready to throw something at the TV. That was a lost cause that game. Well, whatever. We've won two in a row since then, and we have the trip now. Which I want at least two out of three here. Yeah, I give think me two that's... out of three. If you lose tonight, win the next two. I think that's not. I if, think that's a good ask. If you win tonight, sweep it. Win them all. <laughs> <laughs> I let's mean, get, let's get greedy here. If they win every two out of th- every three games, they win two out of three. I, that'll be pretty. Yeah, they're all solid. That'll get them at least two hundred points. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know what? I'm I'm greedy. I I had you know the last time where they won a division was 1988. Tom Come expects them to win every single game and play perfect every single night. <laughs> I'm dying for it. Come on, give it to me. I just want them to be in the playoffs. (laughs) No, at this point, you can't just want them to be in the playoffs. You want them to win the division. I'm tainted because I've only been a fan since 2007, 2006. No, they they won a division when I was two years old. That was the last time they won the division. I was two as well. (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, I ain't remember that. I'm not remembering that. They lost to the Devils, I think, in the first round. So what does winning the division get you? Nothing. Gets us home ice. I want to win the freaking division. I want to see us win the division. <laughs> just shut everybody up? Is that what you want? Yeah, shut everybody up and just rub it in all these Toronto clowns' faces. All right, so I guess we can get to that then. Or there's a bit, well, one no, thing. No, we could jump to that. Cause we, it's pretty much one of the last things. But, um, yeah, so I don't know what it is about this week. Maybe because it's – we're They're trying up to drum up some hype. That's drum all up it is. hype for the Tavares game next week, or the trade deadline being around. But the Isles hate has been super real the last week or so. Like I, and I wrote this down today. So the Athletic, I don't even remember who it was. Probably not even worth mentioning. But did a power rankings and had the Islanders eleventh. They are first in the Metro Division, and they had the Penguins and Carolina. In, ahead of us in the power rankings. Now, I know the power rankers don't mean anything, 
I just, you know, let's keep rolling with this. You know, nobody cares. Nobody For believes sure. in us. We do better we're first when place. we're the underdogs. We're the underdogs in first place who are actually, what, eight points up on Carolina? Give me a break. But this is what I don't understand. Give me a break. Every article that I read, right? Now, they, a lot of people compare us to Vegas from last year, which I get. Fine. But no article I read about Vegas last year said, oh, okay, yeah, they're good, but it's not, they're not going to be good by the end of the season. Or they're good, but it's an anomaly. Or but it's it's just a fluke. The team's shitty, and they're not that really this good. No team, nobody wrote that about Vegas last year. No, it was just about they're the Cinderella team, yeah. and they can you know they can make noise. So That's what all is was. the freaking difference with the Islanders this year? Tell me, because every article I read is yeah they're in first, but they're really not that good. Or yeah they're in first, but it's not going to last very long. Oh they're in first, but the teams around them are better than they are. Oh they made the Stanley Cup Finals. They're up three nothing. Oh they're not that good. Nah the Penguins would have beat them if this would have yeah. happened. Like the Penguins guy saying they're going to win if they play the Islanders, they'll win in five or they'll beat Tampa. Okay, get the fucking blindfold off, dude. Like what are you looking at? The Islanders beat Penguins back-to-back games in the beginning of the season when they weren't even on this roll. So what makes it any different now? And I just don't understand why. And people say, oh, the Islander fans cry. Islanders fans cry. Well, maybe if we didn't get shit on every other day, we wouldn't cry. <laughs> I'm just so freaking sick no, of it. No, it's not even that the, that the Isles fans are crying. We're not crying. It's We're trying to stand up for ourselves because nobody really does. Like, they just – we're just – you know, a doormat for everybody. Yeah. Bringing back the Kanopka days where... Ugh, I miss where, Kanopka. <laughs> where everybody's just, you know, just take a stab at the Islanders. But you know what? This whole Tavares thing has taken the focus off of our arena situation, which, I, I mean, we do have a building coming. But, you know, nobody knows that up in Canada. They all still think we're homeless. Pretty much. But nobody's talking about that anymore. Nobody's talking about the attendance records like they used to. Yeah, but you know what? As much as I'm sick of hearing them talk about how we're good but really not good, I'm even more sick about hearing that we aren't allowed to be upset that our fucking captain who played for us for nine years left us after telling us he wanted to stay. Don't tell me how to feel about my own team, okay? Uh, Darren Dredger, who I was one of the good ones, I thought, who I follow normally. That was the most. That was the most out of touch comment, probably of all. They act like no other team has had a guy leave and had their fans be mad about it. That we're the only team that's pissy, pissing and moaning about a guy leaving our our team to go somewhere else in free agency. But then, like you know, the the talk all dies down, and then a dumb article like that comes out. And then the Isles fans get pissed again, and then they tell us we have to get over it. Yeah. But this comes out of left field. I mean, yeah, they're playing him in a couple weeks. But honestly, if this game, you know, if, if this homecoming game happened the first month of the season, it probably would have been for the better. Oh, I agree. Because we wouldn't have heard it all season. I agree. It would have been over. But you know what? It, it is what it is. And you know what? 228 is next a week from tomorrow. I can't and- wait for it to be over. I can't wait for it to be over, too, and I just want to win. And I also, you know, I've seen a lot of people talking about what they're going to do or, do, you know, yell or, yeah. or chant during the game. I don't care what you chant. Please don't throw anything. Don't on throw anything ice. on the damn ice and make us look like jackasses. Yeah. We don't need taking penalties. Don't do that. And don't, don't boo the Canadian anthem. Have some freaking class. Okay. Boo the hell out of him. Boo, people, do whatever you want. Most people but, listening to this, I would say, are going to do the right thing. 
And we know for a fact now, Staple pretty much confirmed it. There's yeah. going to be a video, and which I knew from day one. There's no way in hell. I mean, I know Lou doesn't like them, but this guy was our freaking team for nine years. There was no way in hell he wasn't getting a tribute video. Yeah. Now, I have some personal feelings for that, so I probably will stay silent during the video. That's what I would love if it was just crickets the whole time. And but nobody said a we thing. We know that's but, not going to happen. No, it's going to be... There's probably going to be one clown clapping. No, you know, I don't think there's going to be any Islander fan clapping. No, I've seen people on on Twitter saying that they're you know they're going to stand up and give them a standing ovation because you know blah 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 yeah, whatever well, that's fine. Be drowned out quickly. They're going to be drowned out because they're very few and far between. But I've been reading about these people saying that they've you know there's people fine. You're allowed to think that he did nothing wrong. You're allowed to feel however you want to feel. Unlike what they but tell us, but do not us we tell us. Do not tell us that we should not be upset. Yeah, I'm sorry. If he would have handled it differently, and everyone was still this, but that's upset, the thing. That's one thing. But the way he handled it, I don't. You know what? It comes to a point where, like, I totally understood where he's coming from when he's leaving. That's where I'm at at this point. Looking at past teams, honestly, I probably would have left too. But don't tell us. Don't trade me. I want to be here. Don't tell every media outlet out there, I, I want to be Island. an Islander. I want to be an Islander. And then July 2nd, basically, because he didn't open his goddamn mouth until the very last second. Oh, I'm signing with Toronto. Or July 1st, whatever. He, um, but then Dreger's thing said today, like, everyone knew he was going to, Montre- um, going to Toronto. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Everybody knew? How is that fucking possible but that then everybody he's knew? he's allowed to say, I cried or sat around my pool. Yeah, if he knew. And, okay. Whatever. Someone's fucking lying, so whatever. They're just all out there to to get the scoop or, you know, put out whatever it is. No matter, you know, be first to report something, even if it's crap. That's just how it all works. But well, I wrote on just, Twitter today, I can't wait till the trade deadline's over because I'm sick of hearing about these stupid trades that they're linking the Islanders to. And I can't wait till the Tavares is gaming over. Yes, I was excited. And I, to see how the fans are going to be, especially now that it's at Nassau. But I'm just done. I'm done being stepped on and shit on for being a fan of the Islanders. I just want to see a nice, similar performance that they had when they played in Toronto. Another four nothing, five nothing shutout, five to one. I don't care. Just, I just beat them. I and honestly then, think that he, as in John Tavares, is oblivious to what's going to happen. He is. You know, he's week. just. He, he's living but in a fantasy was, land. Dredger's point was that he's not going to care either way. And you know what? He probably won't. He's on a good team, whatever. But why do you have to bring it up? Why? That's what I'm saying. That's my point is they're telling us to get over it, yet they keep regurgitating the same crap every couple of weeks. You know, the talk dies down, and all of a sudden, here comes this random article about John Tavares. It's like, we don't care anymore. We're trying to move on. Then you tell us to move on. I can't even imagine what it'll be like if the Islanders end up playing them at some point in the playoffs. The only way that'll happen is in this. Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. It's the only way that'll happen. Well, I'm saying. And I don't think Toronto's getting there. We'll see. They're not getting there. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Can you imagine? Can you oh, freaking I can, imagine? I can imagine. But I don't see Toronto My getting My head there. hurts now talking about it. I probably have to just mute everything and just watch the games on my own terms. Just, you know what? It is what it is. Next Thursday, don't throw shit on the ice. Please, no. Be cla- have some class. Boo- you know, do what you got to do. Chant whatever you got to chant. I'm worried but- about... People in Toronto jerseys being around. Well, us. that's just stupid. But then again, don't attack these people. 
yeah. yell at them, chant at them, do whatever you want. Because I've, you know, I've been in in uh, other people, other teams' buildings, and I've been heckled. You know, it, it's part of the gig. If you don't want to be heckled, don't wear the other jersey, and you know, in the other arena. But just don't, you know. Just have some class, yeah. a little bit of class. And once it's over, hopefully we can go back to like flying under the radar and just doing our thing and being in first. <laughs> exactly. Just stay. Just yeah. Exactly. Just be classy. Don't throw anything on the ice. Don't boo the Canadian national anthem. If anything, sing it loudly. Yeah. And then uh, you know that's it. That's all I gotta say. There's about a lot that. of let's go Islander chants. A lot of, you know, and I'd a rather, lot of goals, a lot of goals. And I rather hear the we don't need you chant than the JT sucks chant because he obviously doesn't suck. So I'm going to go with the we don't need you chance and the let's go Islander chance. And we're going to just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, what? when you, when it's uh, the first commercial break, everyone just get up and, get, you know, get a pretzel. Yeah, go, go, go get a beer. Go, go to the bathroom. Roam around the Coliseum concourse. <laughs> yeah. And then just, you know, after that, come back to a loud let's go Islanders chant. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, if you happen to be in your seats, then just silence is just good. Turn, just turn around and face the wall. <laughs> I think that would be even, that'd be even better. <laughs> or, like, do, like, a little peace be with you thing, like, in church. Like, <laughs> shake the person's hand behind you, you know. Just, we don't need him. Yeah. We don't need him. <laughs> That's it. Peace be with you. Let's go, Islanders. That's it. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to continue the Tavares talk, I kind of just want to bring it up just a tiny bit, even though, whatever. Wait, we didn't bring it up just now? Rob Shrimp. Oh, Rob Shrimp. Yeah. You know what? That that comment, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, Rob Shrimp. And then I listened to him on the Isles Buzz. And he backtracked. And he, back, he backpedaled. Oh, ah, Rob, what are you doing? I was, like, it's all about you, like, rocking, like, a T-shirt with your name on it or something. And then It was about to be – It was, Thursday night would have been Rob Shrimp jersey retirement night. But <laughs> but he, he backpedaled and – Well, he said, he said what he said, and then he backed what he said up. And then he backtracked. So I don't know if he just didn't realize how much... He didn't think what the backlash that came, right, he didn't backlash. think that was going to happen. Yeah. Which, you know what, fine. Whatever. Even freaking Matt Molson came from the depths to fight back. <laughs> oh my God, that's Matt Molson's music. <laughs> I mean, whatever, but I kind of just wanted to mention it. I thought it was funny because I kind of get the same feeling from Barzil. That's kind of what he thinks of Tavares. I just feel like Barzil's like, I don't care, whatever. It's, it's, and and it's Trump my, did mention Barzil. Now. So... Well, Shrimp said that it stemmed back to a comment that Tavares made yeah, which about. We couldn't find. I couldn't find the comment anywhere, and if that's anyone why I'm knows not that anything. comment, drop us a drop us a line. Yeah, it was something about. I think it was about Hosang. Right? Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I mean, I don't, I don't either. It could have been. It could have been two, three years ago, for all I know. So, but yeah, he he mentioned something about it, but didn't say what it was. So again, like Rob Shrimp just took the the PC way around everything. Yeah, Marp Womp Womp. So whatever, it is what it is. But at least he opened his mouth a little bit, I guess. I don't know. He, yeah, he. It was just his thoughts and whatever. It is what it is. People are allowed to make their own thoughts, but he just happened to get completely roasted for it. Yeah, called a bust and everything, which you know to an extent he might have been, but um, bust that made it to the NHL. So. Yeah, he still played. He still played in the big leagues, and right. then he traveled the world playing the game he I loved. I remember so. that sick goal he had. Yeah, the baseball, baseball style goal. <laughs> but he he did make that point in in that in the. And, and he does follow podcast. me on Twitter, so yeah. I give him shouts out for that. <laughs> he did make that point in uh, in the Isles Buzz thing about people calling him a, a you know a plug and a, and all this stuff and and a bust. And he said, "Well, the game I love brought me around the world yep. to play the game. So in my mind, that's not a bust. And good for you, Rob. Yeah, good for you. Well, so that's really. I mean, other than that, they announced it uh, also March 9th. Tory night finally. Yep. So they're gonna. 
remember him. I think his family will be in the, in the building and. We'll end on that positive note. Yeah, we'll end on a nice positive note. <laughs> We're going to get architect. a bow tie banner. Exactly. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> um, so the last 12 games are at the Coliseum. That will be one of them. We got two coming next week after the Western Canadian swing. Actually, three. Tuesday, yeah, we, Thursday, and back-to-back Friday. We personally have all of them except for that Washington game. Right. So we'll be around. Um, yes, we will. Probably be tailgating. That brings me back to 228, but not to talk about all the stuff we just did. <laughs> we got to figure out what we're doing tailgating wise. I know there's a lot of tailgates going on, and uh, the uh, Oyster Bay Brewing. I and still all say those guys. free food, free beer. I'm in. Yes, my outfitters, Oyster Bay Brewing, <laughs> ILC Podcast. That's oh, yeah. Like good yeah, times Carver's to me. <laughs> doing his, uh, his live thing with yeah. it. He's going to have a panel and all, all that going on. Speaking of, actually, speaking of that, they're having that thing at uh, Offsides mm-hmm. Saturday. 10 o'clock game, that's way past yeah. my bedtime. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it starts at 8, so... Yeah, but the game's at 10. Yeah, that means you don't 10. get out till 12.30. Yeah, we wouldn't probably get home till like, 2 in the morning. Yeah. We're too I'm old for old. that stuff. I'm old. I don't go out <laughs> till 2 in the morning anymore. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I guess that's about it. Um, we will probably record after the three games next week and after the trade you know deadline. I think we might try and get one in after the deadline. If something big happens, we'll have something. If not, we'll do something. If after not, the headache that is nah, Thursday, you know what? February twenty eighth. You know what? I'm thinking it's we have too big, too long a break sometimes in between these podcasts. So I feel I'm gonna, we should I'm do gonna, one the day before. I'm, no, I'm going to call these two out because I think it would be a pretty interesting podcast. I feel after the trade deadline and after the Tavares game, we need Matt, Mister Negativity, Morensky, and Chris, Mister Positivity, Brosnan. To come on and debate about moves the Islanders made or didn't made and how they played against Toronto and Washington and those games that they have coming up. So, Matt, Maybe. Chris, you're called out. You're on episode nine. Let's do this. Or ten. Because, <laughs> or ten. like I said, if something happens and, you know, something big happens at the, po- after, at the podcast, after the deadline and, you know, before the... Maybe a quick one. The 28th, we might have to do something for them. But till then... Let's He's see what Tom. happens. I'm Allie. Yes. Follow us on Twitter, Isles Tailgate, Instagram, Isles Tailgate Podcast, and we're available like, Spotify. Like, subscribe, iTunes. Yeah, like, like, like us and subscribe again if you already had and and aren't anymore. You have to do it again yeah. because because <laughs> we re, we resubmitted all our feeds and everything, so we lost it. Yeah. Now every episode is now available again. Where where in the past we we had to start deleting them. So. Right. So now they're all back up. You can find them anywhere. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll see you hopefully after a very good um, trade deadline trade, de- trade deadline, and a good um, Western. Western Canada trip here. Let's go Islanders.